This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 64 in downtown Binghamton at 604. The weather forecast from News Radio 1290. Some patchy fog this morning, maybe for a couple of hours. Otherwise, today should be mostly cloudy. A chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, high 85. National Weather Service says the showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and evening will be uh, taking place as a cold front moves through the Twin Tiers. Some isolated, stronger storms could produce damaging wind gusts. Access to a few parking spaces at a neighborhood post office in Binghamton now is affected by a newly installed curb. Spaces are located on the east side of the Southview Station Post Office at Vestal Avenue and Mary Street. The only handicap-designated space no longer is accessible because of that curb. Nearby residents had wondered whether the construction of the curb in front of the parking area was done in error. Gary Loyally, who lives near the post office, snapped a photo of the situation when he noticed it. Loyally told WNBF News he posted the image on Facebook and noted the curb now blocks the marked parking spaces next to the building. In his post, he suggested that people should call the mayor's office and file a complaint. Well, we got in touch with the mayor's office and were being told the curb was not installed by mistake. In an email to WNBF News, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, As far as we can tell, there's long been a curb there, but over the years it was covered by asphalt or crumbled. The curb is a pedestrian and traffic safety improvement at that intersection, planned as part of the Mary Street infrastructure work. And she also sent us a 2012 Google Street View image that illustrated the parking area's condition from a decade ago. Loyally said a postal clerk told him the construction contractors had been advised that the curb was not right and it shouldn't have been done. In her response to our inquiry, Hyman wrote, the city is looking at on-street parking options, including new handicap parking, and have reached out to the postmaster to coordinate. She added there also is a city-owned parking lot directly behind the post office, which can be used by the public. WNBF News Time, 6.06. The reconstruction project of Ty Cobb Stadium at Union Endicott High School is moving forward, but there's still a lot of work that remains to be done over the next five weeks. Demolition work of the existing bleachers behind the school on East Main Street in Endicott began just after graduation ceremonies were held in the stadium in late June. The school district director of facilities and safety, Toby Riddleberger, told WNBF News the project remains on track for completion by October 1st. Riddleberger said a crane is being used to place the last concrete risers this week. He said the work, though, is far from complete. He said detailed work remains to be done along the entire stadium. Riddleberger said a smaller crane is going to be brought in to install concrete steps. The existing pavement at the stadium will be removed and replaced after the steps have been installed. Riddleberger said a smaller crane will be used, or rather he said uh, sections of aluminum seating. Should arrive early next month. New railings also will be installed along the back area of the stadium near the school building. 
Union Endicott voters approved funding for that stadium reconstruction work in a 2019 capital project referendum. The work is expected to cost $1.3 million. WNBF News Time 608. New York State officials have announced minimum standards for concealed carry firearm safety training. The guidelines create a variety of checks to ensure those who wish to conceal carry a firearm are properly trained on how to use and store the gun. Those seeking a concealed carry permit must undergo 16 hours of in-person instruction, which would cover various topics. That training would include a couple of hours of both training on firearm safety and maintenance and education on state and federal gun laws. Other training would include firearm storage, conflict de-escalation, encountering law enforcement, suicide prevention, and at least one hour of basic principles of marksmanship. WNBF News Time 608, the forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog this morning, otherwise mostly cloudy today, with a chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, high 85. Tonight, cloudy, showers and thunderstorms. Low 60, tomorrow mostly sunny, high 80, and Sunday sunny, high 87. Right now, 64 in downtown Binghamton at 609. I'm Bob Joseph, WNBF News. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Reserve your new Toyota at Galt Toyota. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 6-11 on WNBF on this Friday, August 26th. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, joined by Bob Joseph this week as Kathy White is on vacation. So we hope she's enjoying the last day of her vacation, last couple days. She's got the weekend, too, before she's back on Monday. But Bob doing a wonderful job filling in for her. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now won't reopen until August 29th. So all local traffic will need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound will close for approximately 60 days starting on Monday, August 29th. The closure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Construction activities are weather-dependent and subject to change based on conditions. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20 and a signed detour utilizing State Route 7. Around Broome County, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Hale Eddy River, Hawleyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 63 degrees, 93% humidity, a dew point of 61 degrees, so just into that muggy range. 
Today, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 10 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a high near 85, 40% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy, a low near 63, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high near 80. Tomorrow night, patchy fog after 3 a.m. Otherwise, mostly clear, a low near 56. Sunday, patchy fog before 7 a.m. Otherwise, mostly sunny, a high near 87. And Sunday night, partly cloudy, a low near 65 degrees. It's 613. You're listening to WMBF. Let's face it. on WMBF. Time for a check on sports. The Yankees have been searching for a spark during a lackluster 12-20 stretch since the All-Star break, and perhaps they'll find it at the Coliseum where they opened a four-game series with a resounding 13-4 blowout win over the A's on Thursday, erupting for their highest offensive output of the second half, didn't hit a single home run, scored 13 runs. New York has now won four straight games for the first time in nearly two months when the team took the final four games of a homestand against Houston and Oakland from June 26th to June 29th. Much of the pregame hype centered around the return of slugger Giancarlo Stanton, who had missed a month with left Achilles tendonitis. Stanton didn't waste much time settling back in, going one for four with a walk and three RBIs. The Yankees will try to continue a four-game winning streak when they play the Oakland Athletics again tonight at 940. The Yankees now 77 and 48, they're first in the AL East. The Oakland Athletics 46 and 80, still last in the AL West. Garrett Cole taking the mound for the Yankees, a 9 and 6 record, 3.41 ERA. And JP Sears going for the Athletics, a 5 and 0 record, 193 ERA. The Yankees have an edge in this game on the money line. Oh, maybe things finally starting to turn around for the Yankees and bring Giancarlo Stanton back. That's bound to have good consequences for Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge saw the least percentage of strikes in the time that John Carlos Stanton was on the injured list. Now, why would you throw Aaron Judge strikes when John Carlos Stanton's not behind him anymore? You just walk Aaron Judge all day if you have to. The past two weeks presented the Mets with one of the toughest stretches of their schedule, a 13-game gauntlet against the Phillies, Braves, and Yankees that resulted in a 6-7 and record. But when they took the field on Thursday night, it marked a breather of sorts, kicking off a 23-game stretch, during which the Mets will play 20 games against teams below 500. Jacob deGrom got the Mets started on the right foot, firing six strong innings and a 3-1 win over the Rockies at Citi Field. Pete Alonso belted his 31st home run of the season as part of a three-run third inning for the Mets, who became the third team in the majors to reach the 80-win mark. Mets currently on a three-game home winning streak. They'll host the Rockies again tonight at 7-10. The Rockies 54-72, last in the NL West. The Mets 80-46, first in the NL East. Chad Cool on the mound for the Rockies, a 6-7 record, 5-16 ERA. And Chris Bassett going for the Mets, 11-7 record, 3-26 ERA. And the Mets are heavily favorited once again in this game. It's a good good chance for the Mets to get back on track. And the Binghamton Rumble Ponies won last night as well. They won 7-3 against the Reading Fighting Phils. Got RBIs from Rowdy Jordan, Brandon McIlwain, Luke Ritter, and Jeremy Vasquez. Ritter and McIlwain both hit home runs. Ritter a two-run shot in the second inning. McIlwain a solo shot in the sixth. That was part of a four-run sixth inning 
for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. It was a tie game up to that point, and then they broke it wide open. The Rumble Ponies will be back in action tonight at Reading. 7 o'clock start, 6.45 pregame here on WMBF with Jacob Wilkins. Other sports news, Buffalo Bills punter Matt Areza and two of his former San Diego State teammates have been accused in a civil lawsuit of gang-raping a teenager at an off-campus party last fall. The lawsuit was filed in San Diego County Superior Court. It accuses Areza, Xavier Leonard, and Nowlin Pa Ewaliko of gang-raping gang a then 17-year-old girl at a Halloween party at a home where Areza had been living. The plaintiff is now 18. She is identified in the complaint as Jane Doe because she was underage at the time. And Oklahoma City forward Chet Holgram, the number two overall pick in the NBA draft this year, will miss the 2022-2023 season because of a right foot injury. Holgram was hurt when he was playing in a Pro-Am game last weekend in Seattle, near where he played last season for Gonzaga. The Thunder announced Thursday that he sustained a Lisfranc injury. Video appeared to show Holgram was hurt on a play while defending LeBron James. The 7-foot Holgram averaged 14.1 points and was 4th in the nation last season with 3.7 block shots per game. So a tough loss for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Good young player. Maybe the skinniest person I've ever seen play professional basketball in my life. But good. Got a nice shot for a 7-footer. It's 6.20 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The markets rebounded from a couple of down days with a rally on Thursday. The Dow Jones gained 322 points, 1% to close at 33,292. The S&P 500 added 1.4%, while the Nasdaq Composite tacked on more than 1.6%. Would-be home buyers should be prepared to pay more. The average rate on a 30-year note this week is at 5.55%, according to Freddie Mac. That's nearly double the rate of a year ago. Despite the tough stance that Starbucks has taken against union activity, workers at a Chipotle Mexican grill in Lansing, Michigan, have voted to organize. Chipotle now has five business days to file any objections to that election. SpaceX and T-Mobile are teaming up on a plan to get cell phone service into more remote areas. The companies say that SpaceX Starlink satellites will be used to connect T-Mobile customers who've traveled to spots without traditional cell service. Jim Ryan, ABC News. You wash your... Six twenty-two on WMBF. Now it's time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. More children in the United States are obese than ever before, and they're crossing that threshold much earlier than kids used to. That's according to a new study out of Emory University, where I'm on staff as an associate professor of neurosurgery. What my colleagues found was that once you get on that train toward elevated weight gain, it's really hard to turn it around. So prevention of overweight and obesity really early on are important. In fact, they found children who were overweight during their preschool years had a significantly higher risk of obesity than their peers who were not. Experts we talked to discouraged making the conversation with kids about weight. Instead, what they encouraged was discussions about a healthy lifestyle, nutrition, physical activity, sleep, stress reduction. And modeling this behavior yourself is the best way to get your kids to copy it. 
I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. Dak Prescott here. Why do I choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because better sleep elevates my game. Only my Sleep Number 360 smart bed helps me fall asleep faster, keeps me cool, and effortlessly adjusts for my best sleep. The result? 28 minutes more restful sleep a night. That's more focus, more edge, and more highlights. And that means more wins for all of us. Don't miss our weekend special. All smart beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. I was 50. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 625 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen to traffic last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now won't reopen until August 29th. So all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound, will close for approximately 60 days starting on Monday, August 29th. The closure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Construction activities are weather-dependent and subject to change based on conditions. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to Exit 20 and assign detour utilizing State Route 7. Around Broome County, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Haleddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 63 degrees, 93% humidity, and a dew point of 61 degrees, so just into that muggy range. Today, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a high near 81, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly before 10 p.m. Mostly cloudy, a low near 60 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high near 75. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 54. Sunday, sunny with a high near 82. And Sunday night, partly cloudy, a low near 64 degrees. It's 627. You're listening to WMBF. Let's face it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up. And there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burnt the house down. If you smoke, put it out. All the way. Every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov slash smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. W-N-B-A. 
629 on WMBF. Now it's time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. This weekend, you're invited. You should come. I would love to. The scary thriller, The Invitation, starring Game of Thrones' Natalie Emanuel, is expected to top the new releases at the box office this weekend, though it's not expected to make much, tracking at less than $10 million on what could be one of the slowest weekends of the year. Also new in theaters, George Miller's Dark Fantasy, 3,000 Years of Longing, and John Boyega's Breaking. Streaming. I get some me time. Me time. Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg star in the comedy Me Time, and Apple TV Plus debuts the final season of Jason Momoa's C. John Boyega's breaking based on the true story of a military veteran who robs a bank. Boyega saying he was surprised that U.S. vets often lack the mental health help they need. That's kind of shocking because I thought that serving in the military, serving the Army is kind of like the number one in, in the commitment you can show to your country. Uh, and so that should be awarded, right? And happy birthday, Melissa McCarthy. It's coming out of me like lava! The actress is 52 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. You know, I'm... Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 64 in downtown Binghamton at 631. The forecast from News Radio 1290. Mostly cloudy today with a chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Right now, some patchy fog around the Twin Tiers. National Weather Service says a cold front will move through the Twin Tiers this afternoon, bringing more showers and thunderstorms. That could continue into the evening hours. There is a possibility of some isolated, stronger storms that could produce damaging wind gusts. Within the next few hours, the Justice Department is probably going to release information related to the search at former President Trump's home in Florida. Latest now from ABC's M. Wynn in Washington. A federal judge gave the department until noon today to release a version of the affidavit, a sealed document used to justify the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago, where agents found more than 11 sets of classified documents. The department submitted the affidavit to be made public with the proposed redactions, saying the redacted version is necessary to avoid discouraging witnesses or jeopardizing the investigation, which the department says is in its early stages. Experts believe the public affidavit will include little meaningful information with pages of blacked out lines. Senator Marsha Blackburn continues her three-day trip to Taiwan. It's the third visit by an American dignitary this month and one that probably will further test the tense relationship between China and the United States. Speaking to reporters in Taipei after meetings with top Taiwanese officials, including President Tsai Ing-wen, Senator Blackburn had some tough words for China. Xi Jinping and his military leaders are not friends to making sour-of-the-moment decisions. They planned for this moment, and they were just waiting for an excuse to bully Taiwan. WNBF News Time, 633. New York State officials have come out with minimum standards for concealed carry firearm safety training. The guidelines include checks to ensure those who want to conceal carry a gun will be properly trained on how to use it and how to store it. Those seeking a concealed carry firearm permit must undergo 16 hours of in-person instruction, which would cover various topics. It would include at least 
two hours of both training on firearm safety and maintenance, as well as education on state and federal gun laws. WNBF News Time, 634. The reconstruction project at Ty Cobb Stadium at Union Endicott High School is moving forward, but there's still there's a lot of work that remains to be done over the coming month or so. Demolition work of the existing bleachers behind the school on East Main Street in Endicott began just after graduation ceremonies were held in the stadium in late June. UE School District Director of Facilities and Safety, Toby Riddleberger, told WNBF News the project still on track for completion by October 1st. That's when there's a scheduled football game. In an email, Riddleberger said a crane is being used to place the last concrete risers this week, and he said detail work still has to be done along the entire stadium. Riddleberger said a smaller crane will be brought in to install concrete steps. The existing pavement at the stadium will be removed and replaced after the steps have been installed. Project is expected to cost about $1.3 million. It's a strange look over at the post office on Binghamton's south side. People have been asking about the new curb that was put in in the last few weeks. Parking spaces now are blocked on the east side of the Southview Station Post Office at Vestal Avenue and Mary Street. Gary Loyally, who lives near the post office, took a picture of the situation when he spotted it, and he posted it on Facebook. Loyally told WNBF News that curb now blocks the marked parking spaces next to the building. In his Facebook post, he suggested people should call the mayor's office and file a complaint. Well, we're told the curb wasn't installed by mistake. In an email, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, As far as we can tell, there has long been a curb there, but over the years it was covered by asphalt or crumbled. The curb is a pedestrian and traffic safety improvement at that intersection, planned as part of the Mary Street infrastructure work. She also attached a 2012 Google Street View image that illustrated the parking area's condition from a decade ago. You can see the pictures for yourself on our website, WNBF.com. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service today, cloudy, few showers and thunderstorms, high 85 showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 60, mostly sunny tomorrow, high 80, sunny on Sunday, high 87. Right now, 64 in downtown Binghamton at 637. I'm Bob Joseph, WNBF News. You wash your Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Caught, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message a lock to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Where you're not alone. Not alone. Where you're not alone. News Radio 1290. 
6.39 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Bob Joseph this week, as Kathy White enjoys her vacation. I'm going to need the listener's help for a second here. So I'm going to need you right now. Just take my Twitter down. If you've done this before, I need you to tell me. Because this is an argument that my friend and I got in yesterday. I have to even go back and and read the text message. So yesterday, I'm talking to my buddy. He says, yeah, I'm just hanging out on the porch. about to go play kickball. He plays in a kickball league up in Rochester. He's saying, yeah, I love my life. I say, it's a good vibe, man. I'm happy for you. And then he responds, I put my jeans in the freezer so I don't have to wash them. I just got my jeans out of the freezer, too, so I'm ready to go to kickball. And I was dumbfounded. I mean, what? Who puts jeans in their freezer? And we got in a huge argument about this, about, well, this is how you don't have to wash your jeans. And I said, well, what difference does it make if they're in the freezer or not? If they're dirty, they're dirty. If you put them in the freezer, they're just going to be dirty and cold. If you need to wash your jeans because they're dirty, well, they invented this little thing called a washing machine. As you put clothes in there, you put some detergent in there. Sometimes you put some quarters in there. I have to put quarters in there. I'm actually running low on quarters right now. I'm out of quarters. So I don't know how I'm going to do laundry this weekend. It's more quarters. But he says, no, man. I just, I put them in the freezer and they stay clean. But that doesn't make any sense to me. So... I'm going to go ahead and ask the listeners, any single person, one person, I challenge you, tweet at me, DM me, email me, call Bob's show later and say, I don't want to go on air. I just want to talk to James about frozen jeans. If you put your jeans in the freezer to keep them clean, please let me know. Please. I'm begging you. I just need one person to prove me wrong because I told my buddy you are the only person on earth who does this nobody else there's not a single person on the face of the earth who says well I'll keep my jeans clean by putting them in the freezer even worse if they're in the freezer you gotta walk around with cold wet pants all day you know how things get in the freezer you get a little frost around them and then as the frost defrosts well now your jeans are wet But there's no soap involved. So how can your jeans ever really be cleaned if you're putting them in the freezer instead of a washing machine? Made no sense. I lived with this guy in college for a year. Never once have I ever seen him remove a pair of jeans from the freezer. Unbelievable behavior. Borderline criminal behavior. It's 6.42. You're listening to WMBF. I hate to... WMBF. 6.45 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen to traffic early last week. Now won't reopen until August 29th, so all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. 
The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound, will close for approximately 60 days, starting on Monday, August 29th. The closure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Construction activities are weather-dependent and subject to change based on conditions. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20 and assign detour utilizing State Route 7. Around Broome County, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Haleddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways. And mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 63 degrees, 93% humidity. A dew point is 61 degrees, so just into that muggy range. Today, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a high near 81, 40% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly before 10 p.m. Mostly cloudy, a low near 60 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 75. Saturday night, mostly clear, a low near 54. Sunday, sunny with a high near 82, and Sunday night, partly cloudy, a low near 64 degrees. 647, you're listening to WMBF. Looking for... Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. Warm fleece on a cold I want to be day. A football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Six forty nine on WMBF. Now it's time for Kim Commando. Remember those television ads telling you to invest in crypto and Matt Damon saying, fortune favors the brave? After spending hundreds of millions on these ads, it turns out Americans were quite unimpressed. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash Kim. 
In reality, the crypto wipeout of 2022 didn't hurt as many people as the media would have you believe. It's simple. There weren't that many crypto investors. Pew Research found a year ago, as cryptomania was totally taking hold, only about 16% of Americans invested, and they didn't invest much. Now, a year later, that 16% remains unchanged. The 50 and over crowd holds the most money to invest in anything. They wanted nothing to do with crypto, much like the other 84% of America. And as for Matt Damon, yes, the future favors the brave. Just don't confuse brave with being foolish. Keep your tech smarts going with my new daily longer podcast. It's called Kim Commando Today. Here's a question. Is there anything that matters more than the safety of you and your loved ones? Of course not. So isn't it strange then that many home security companies don't act that way? This is why I use and trust Simply Safe Home Security. Their advanced security technology helps me sleep at night, and they always put me and my family's safety first. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency. Simply Safe's monitoring agents truly care about your well-being and are highly trained to help keep you calm and safe during stressful situations. Simply Safe's customer first policies make sure you're taken care of with affordable plans starting at less than a dollar a day because feeling safe at home shouldn't break the bank. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafekim.com. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at simplysafekim.com at simplysafekim.com. Research show. sweetie what's going on well honey i uh i have some news Uh, okay what (laughs) all that training paid off i got the job oh i knew you would get it so when do you start when you donate stuff to goodwill you help provide job training for people right here in your community goodwill donate stuff create jobs find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that pinata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Time for another check on sports. The Yankees have been searching for a spark during a lackluster 12-20 stretch since the All-Star break. And perhaps they'll find it at the Coliseum where they opened a four-game series with a resounding 13-4 blowout win over the A's on Thursday, erupting for their highest offensive output of the second half. New York has now won four straight games for the first time in nearly two months when the team took the final four games of a homestand against Houston and Oakland from June 26th to June 29th. Much of the pregame hype centered around the return of slugger Giancarlo Stanton, who had missed a month with left Achilles tendonitis. Stanton didn't waste much time settling back in, going one for four with a walk and three RBIs. So it seems like the Yankees are starting to get rolling again after a pretty rough stretch following the All-Star break and the trade deadline. They're now 77 and 48, first in the AL East. They'll try to keep this four-game winning streak going against the Athletics, 46 and 80, last in the AL West. Tonight's game at 9.40. It's in Oakland, West Coast time. 
So a late start for the Yankees. And Garrett Cole on the mound, a 9-6 and record, 3.41 ERA. For the Athletics, J.P. Sears, a 5-0 and record, 193 ERA. The past two weeks presented the Mets with one of the toughest stretches of their schedule, a 13-game gauntlet against the Phillies, Braves, and Yankees that resulted in a 6-7 and record. When they took the field Thursday night, it marked a breather of sorts, kicking off a 23-game stretch during which the Mets will play 20 games against teams below 500. Jacob DeGrom got the Mets started on the right foot, firing six strong innings and a 3-1 win over the Rockies at City Field. And Pete Alonso belted his 31st home run of the season as part of a three-run third inning for the Mets, who became the third team in the majors to reach the 80-win mark. It's a good chance for the Mets to get going again after dropping both games to the Yankees in the two-game Subway Series and losing 3-4 of to the Braves last week. The Mets now 80-46. and 46. They're still first in the NL East. The Rockies 54-72 and 72 last in the NL West. And the Rockies have Chad Cool on the mound tonight for a 7-10 start. A 6-7 record, 5-16 ERA for the Mets' Chris Bassett, 11-7 record, 3-26 ERA. The Mets are heavily favorited once again in this game. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies won last night as well, so a good night for New York baseball. They won 7-3 against the Reading Fighting Phils. Got RBIs from Rowdy Jordan, Brandon McIlwain, Luke Ritter, and Jeremy Vasquez. Most of those came in the sixth inning, a four-run sixth inning. Ritter hit a home run, a two-run shot in the second inning. McIlwain a solo shot in the sixth inning. The game was tied going into the sixth. And the Rumble Ponies broke out for four runs in that inning, giving them the 7-3 win. They're back in action tonight in Reading. 7 o'clock start. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF. Pre-game starts at 6.45 with Jacob Wilkins. Other sports news. Buffalo Bills punter Matt Areza and two of his former San Diego State teammates have been accused in a civil lawsuit of gang-raping a teenager at an off-campus party last fall. The lawsuit was filed in San Diego County Superior Court. It accuses Areza, Xavier Leonard, and Nowlin Ewaliko of gang-raping a then 17-year-old girl at a Halloween party at a home where Areza had been living. The plaintiff is now 18. She is identified in the complaint as Jane Doe because she was underage at the time. And Oklahoma City forward Chet Holgren, the number two pick in the NBA draft, will miss the 2022-2023 season because of a right foot injury. Holgram was hurt while he was playing in a Pro-Am game last weekend in Seattle, near where he played last season for Gonzaga. The Thunder announced Thursday that he sustained a Lisfranc injury. A video appeared to show Holgram was hurt on a play while defending LeBron James. The 7-foot Holgram averaged 14.1 points and was 4th in the nation last season with 3.7 block shots per game for Gonzaga. And Novak Djokovic will not play in the U.S. Open, as expected, because he's not vaccinated against COVID-19 and thus is not allowed to travel to the United States. Djokovic announced his withdrawal from the last year's Grand Slam tournament on Twitter Thursday. Hours before the draw for the event was revealed, Djokovic has won the U.S. Open three times and was the runner-up last year. He has 21 major titles. Play is scheduled to begin at Flushing Meadows on Monday. I also believe that this may be the last tournament for Serena Williams, the U.S. Open. It's 6.58. You're listening to WMBF. Want to say, hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold. 
Childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more breathe easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Edge Council. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. on WMBF, closing out hour number one of First News. Two more hours to go on this Friday before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. That's your chance to call in, contribute to the program. Up next, we got ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 64 in downtown Binghamton at 7.04. The forecast from News Radio 1290, some patchy fog around the area for another hour or two. Otherwise, mostly cloudy today with a chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. A high 85. The National Weather Service advises that there is a possibility, a slight possibility of some hazardous weather today. Additional showers and thunderstorms during the afternoon and evening will accompany the cold front moving through the region. Some isolated, stronger storms could produce damaging wind gusts. Thessal Volunteer Emergency Squad soon will be operating from its newly constructed complex near the town's public library. Construction work on the headquarters building on the Vestal Parkway near the entrance to Route 26 has been completed. Town engineer Vernon Myers told WNBF News a few minor details still need attention. He said the squad could begin using the facility early next week, or rather early next month. Vestal's ambulance service is operated in a former community center on Myrtle Street in the Twin Orchard section of the town since 1976. So it goes back more than 45 years. Planning for the $2 million project to develop the new headquarters complex began several years ago. Construction was initially expected to start in 2020, but the work got underway late. It was held up by various factors. Myers said construction also was slowed because of delayed deliveries of some materials. Vestal Town Supervisor John Schaefer has said the old emergency squad building eventually will be used as a police substation. WNBF News Time 706. The reconstruction project for Ty Cobb Stadium at Union Endicott High School is moving forward, but there still is quite a bit of work left to be done over the next four or five weeks. Demolition work of the existing bleachers behind the school on East Main Street in Endicott began just after graduation ceremonies were held in late June at the stadium. Union Endicott School District Director of Facilities and Safety, Toby Riddleberger, said the project remains on track for completion by October 1st. In an email, Riddleberger advised us that a crane has been used to place the last concrete uh, risers this week. He said the work, though, is far from complete. Detail work still must be done along the entire stadium. 
Rittleberger also said they'll be using a smaller crane to install concrete steps. The existing pavement at the stadium will be removed and replaced after the steps have been installed. Sections of aluminum seating are scheduled to arrive early next month. New railings also will be installed along the back area of the stadium near the school building. We have some pictures of what's been going on at Ty Cobb Stadium now on our website, WNBF.com. State officials have revealed the minimum standards for concealed carry firearm safety training in New York. The guidelines create some checks to ensure those who wish to conceal carry a gun are properly trained on how to use and store their firearm. Those seeking a concealed carry firearm permit will have to undergo 16 hours of in-person instruction, which would cover various topics. The training will include at least two hours of uh, knowing about firearm safety, as well as maintenance and education on state and federal gun laws. For concealed carry firearm applicants who've already received the required training over the last five years, licensing officers will be able to apply credit to satisfy some of the requirements of those new guidelines. WNBF News Time, 7.08. Access to a few parking spaces, including the only designated handicap space at a neighborhood post office in Binghamton, is now affected by a newly installed curb. We checked it out. Looks odd. The spaces are located on the east side of the Southview Station post office at Vestal Avenue and Mary Street. Some nearby residents have wondered whether the construction of the curb in front of the parking area was done in error. Gary Loyally, who lives near the post office, took a picture of the matter and then posted it on social media. He suggested people call the mayor's office and file a complaint. Well, we checked with the mayor's office, and we're told that the curb was not installed there by mistake. In an email to WNBF News, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, As far as we can tell, there's been a curb there, but over the years it was covered by asphalt or crumbled. She wrote, The curb is a pedestrian and traffic safety improvement at that intersection which was planned as part of the Mary Street infrastructure work. Loyally, said a post office clerk, told him the construction contractors had been advised that the curb wasn't right and it shouldn't have been done. In her response to our inquiry, Hyman wrote, the city is looking at on-street parking options, including new handicap parking, and have reached out to the postmaster to coordinate. Now weather from News Radio WNBF. Patchy fog this morning, otherwise mostly cloudy today. Showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, high 85. Tonight, more showers and thunderstorms, low 60. And tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 80. Right now, it's 64 in downtown Binghamton at 710. I'm Bob Joseph, WNBF News. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. A single day to- News Radio 1290, WNBF. 711 on WNBF. On this Friday, August 26th, you're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. This week joined by Bob Joseph, as Kathy White enjoys the final days of her vacation. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. 
It was supposed to reopen to traffic early last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now won't reopen until August 29th. So all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound, will close for approximately 60 days starting on Monday, August 29th. The closure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Construction activities are weather-dependent and subject to change based on conditions. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20, an assigned detour utilizing State Route 7. Around Broome County, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Haleddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 64 degrees and overcast. 87% humidity and a dew point of 60 degrees, so just into that muggy range. Today, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a high near 81. Chance of rain, 40%. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly before 10 p.m. Mostly cloudy, a low near 60 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 75. Saturday night, mostly clear, a low near 54. Sunday, sunny with a high near 82. And Sunday night, partly cloudy, a low near 64 degrees. It's 714. You're listening to WMBF. Welcome. WMBF. 7.15 on WMBF. Time for a check on sports. The Yankees have been searching for a spark during a lackluster 12 and 20 stretch since the All-Star break. And perhaps they'll find it at the Coliseum, where they opened a four-game series with a resounding 13-4 blowout win over the A's on Thursday, erupting for their highest offensive output of the second half. New York has now won four straight games for the first time in nearly two months, when the team took the final four games of a homestand against Houston and Oakland from June 26th through June 29th. Much of the pregame hype centered around the return of slugger Giancarlo Stanton, who had missed a month with left Achilles tendonitis. Stanton didn't waste much time settling back in, going one for four with a walk and three RBIs. Thirteen runs scored by the Yankees last night didn't hit a single home run. That's pretty impressive offensive output there. The Yankees now 77 and 48. They're first in the AL East. Face off with the Oakland Athletics again tonight at 940. The A is 46 and 80. They're last in the AL West. Garrett Cole taking the mound for the Yankees. 9-6 record, 341 ERA. And J.P. Sears on the mound for the A's. A 5-0 and record, 193 ERA. Only 23 strikeouts. Usually a reliever, J.P. Sears. Yankee fans might recognize him from earlier this year. The past two weeks presented the Mets with one of the toughest stretches of their schedule, a 13-game gauntlet against the Phillies, Braves, and Yankees that resulted in a 6-7 and record. When they took the field Thursday night, it marked a breather of sorts, kicking off a 23-game stretch, during which the Mets will play 20 games against teams below 500. 
Jacob DeGrom got the Mets started on the right foot, firing six strong innings in a 3-1 win over the Rockies at City Field. Pete Alonso belted his 31st home run of the season as part of a three-run third inning for the Mets, who became the third team in the majors to reach the 80-win mark. It's a good win for the Mets yesterday. We'll see if they can get back after a little bit of a rough stretch. They lost both games to the Yankees in the Subway Series, only a two-game series. And they also lost three of four to the Braves, right behind them in the NL East, last week. Mets play the Rockies again tonight at 7-10. The Rockies 54-72, last in the NL West. The Mets 80-46, first in the NL East. Pitching for the Mets, Chris Bassett, 11-7 record, 326 ERA. And for the Rockies, Chad Cool, a 6-7 record, 516 ERA. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies won last night as well, 7-3. Got RBIs from Rowdy Jordan, Brandon McElwain, Luke Ritter, and Jeremy Vasquez. Ritter hit a two-run homer in the second inning, and McElwain a solo shot in the sixth. That was part of a four-run sixth inning for the Rumble Ponies. Game was tied 3-3 going into the sixth before the Rumble Ponies broke it open and came away with a nice win. They're now 45-71. And they're back in action tonight at 7 o'clock against the Fightin' Phils. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF. Pre-game starts at 6.45 with Jacob Wilkins. Some other sports stories. Buffalo Bills punter Matt Areza and two of his former San Diego State teammates have been accused in a civil lawsuit of gang-raping a teenager at an off-campus party last fall. The lawsuit was filed in San Diego County Superior Court. It accuses Areza, Xavier Leonard, and Nolan Eulico of gang-raping a then 17-year-old girl at a Halloween party at a home where Areza had been living. The plaintiff is now 18. She's identified in the complaint as Jane Doe because she was underage at the time. Oklahoma City forward Chet Holgren, the number two pick in the NBA draft, will miss the 2022-2023 season because of a right foot injury. Holgren was hurt while playing in a Pro-Am game last weekend in Seattle, near where he played last season for Gonzaga. The Thunder announced Thursday that he sustained a Lisfranc injury. Video appeared to show Holgren was hurt on a play while defending LeBron James. The 7-foot Holgren averaged 14.1 points and was fourth in the nation last season with 3.7 blocks per game. And Novak Djokovic will not play in the U.S. Open, as expected, because he's not vaccinated against COVID-19 and thus is not allowed to travel to the United States. Djokovic announced his withdrawal from the year's last Grand Slam tournament on Twitter on Thursday, hours before the draw for the event was revealed. Djokovic has won the U.S. Open three times and was the runner-up last year. He has 21 major titles. Play is scheduled to begin at Flushing Meadows on Monday. Also expected to be maybe the last time we see Serena Williams in the U.S. Open. She's planning to retire. And she turns 41 on September 26th. 7.20 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The markets rebounded from a couple of down days with a rally on Thursday. The Dow Jones gained 322 points, 1% to close at 33,292. The S&P 500 added 1.4%, while the Nasdaq Composite tacked on more than 1.6%. Would-be home buyers should be prepared to pay more. The average rate on a 30-year note this week is at 5.55%, according to Freddie Mac. That's nearly double the rate of a year ago. 
Despite the tough stance that Starbucks has taken against union activity, workers at a Chipotle Mexican grill in Lansing, Michigan, have voted to organize. Chipotle now has five business days to file any objections to that election. SpaceX and T-Mobile are teaming up on a plan to get cell phone service into more remote areas. The companies say that SpaceX Starlink satellites will be used to connect T-Mobile customers who've traveled to spots without traditional cell service. Jim Ryan, ABC News. on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your Political Insights from ABC News. Additional information could be coming about the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago. Last week, DOJ said the redactions would need to be so extensive that they would, quote, render the remaining unsealed text devoid of any meaningful content. But the judge approved the proposed redactions, saying prosecutors had shown a compelling reason slash good cause to seal portions of the affidavit and that the redactions are narrowly tailored to serve the government's legitimate interest. ABC's Jonathan Carl. President Biden joking about his low popularity ratings as he campaigned for Senator Chris Van Hollen and other Maryland Democrats. And I told him. I'll come campaign for him or against him, whichever will help the most. The president hoping that he and his infrastructure, medical, environmental, and economic bills are popular enough to keep Democrats running the House and Senate when Americans vote in November. Those are your political insights. I'm Andy Field, ABC News. Finding. on WMBF. Time for another check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now won't reopen until August 29th, so all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19 State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound will close for approximately 60 days starting on Monday, August 29th. The closure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Construction activities are weather-dependent and subject to change based on conditions. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20 and assign detour utilizing State Route 7. Around Broome County, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Hale Eddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 64 degrees and overcast. 87% humidity, a dew point of 60 degrees, so just into that muggy range. Today, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a high near 81, chance of rain 40%. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly before 10 p.m. Mostly cloudy, a low near 60, and a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high near 75. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 54. And Sunday, sunny with a high near 82. Sunday night, partly cloudy, a low near 64 degrees. 
It's 728. You're listening to WMBF. Before... Seven twenty nine on WMBF. Now it's time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. This weekend, you're invited. You should come. I would love to. The scary thriller, The Invitation, starring Game of Thrones' Natalie Emanuel, is expected to top the new releases at the box office this weekend, though it's not expected to make much, tracking at less than $10 million on what could be one of the slowest weekends of the year. Also new in theaters, George Miller's Dark Fantasy, 3,000 Years of Longing, and John Boyega's Breaking. Streaming. I get some me time. Me time. Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg star in the comedy Me Time, and Apple TV Plus debuts the final season of Jason Momoa's C. John Boyega's breaking based on the true story of a military veteran who robs a bank. Boyega saying he was surprised that U.S. vets often lack the mental health help they need. That's kind of shocking because I thought that serving in the military, serving the Army is kind of like the number one in, in the commitment you can show to your country. Uh, and so that should be awarded, right? And happy birthday, Melissa McCarthy. It's coming out of me like lava! The actress is 52 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Hi, folks. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. 64 in downtown Binghamton. It's 731. I'm Bob Joseph. Forecast for today. Some patchy fog this morning. And there otherwise will be a mostly cloudy day in store. Could even get a few showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. The high today, 85. The National Weather Service is suggesting there's a possibility of hazardous weather in parts of the Binghamton area with the uh, showers and thunderstorms that will accompany the cold front that's going to move through the twin tiers. Some isolated stronger storms will produce damaging wind gusts in places, so keep your eye on the weather. President Bush had a rally in Rockville, Maryland, Speaking to some Democrats ahead of the midterm elections, the president reminded the crowd that a conservative Supreme Court rolled back abortion rights for women. Guess what? MAGA Republicans don't have a clue about the power of women. Let me tell you something. They are about to find out. The countdown is on to the most consequential rocket launch in the United States in a generation. NASA's Artemis program aims to one day return astronauts to the moon. That would be the first time in over 50 years. We get the story now from ABC's Andrew Dimbert. On Monday, NASA is set to launch Orion, an unmanned spacecraft that will travel around the moon to make sure everything is good to go when the first mission with astronauts on board launches in 2024. In anticipation of Monday's big launch, watch parties are now popping up across the country. NASA has registered more than 6,500 gatherings in homes, schools, museums, and planetariums to witness history. WNBF News Time 734. New York State's now accepting applications to open legal 
recreational pot shots, taking a novel approach by reserving about 150 retail dispensary licenses for people with past pot convictions or their relatives. The application process is a key step toward opening one of the country's most hotly awaited legal cannabis markets. Still no exact date on when the sales will begin. Except for California, New York is the most populous among the 19 states across the USA that have legalized possession and use of marijuana. Well, we had to see for ourselves a new curb has been installed at the Southview Station Post Office on Vestal Avenue, and it blocks three designated parking spaces, including the only space that's reserved for handicapped vehicles. That's at the corner of Vestal Avenue and Mary Street. Spaces are located on the east side of the post office. People live nearby have wondered whether the construction of that curb in front of the parking area was done in error. Gary Loyally, who lives near the post office, took a picture of it. He posted it on Facebook. He noted the curb blocks those marked parking spaces next to the building, including that handicap space. In his post, he suggested people should call the mayor's office and file a complaint. Well, if you do, that probably won't make a difference. We're told the curb was not installed by mistake. In an email to WNBF News, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, As far as we can tell, there's long been a curb there, but over the years it was covered by asphalt or it crumbled. The curb is a pedestrian and traffic safety improvement at that intersection. She said it was planned as part of the Mary Street infrastructure work. Loyally told us a post office clerk advised him the construction contractors had been warned the curb wasn't right and it shouldn't have been done. Well, it was done anyway. In a response to an inquiry, Hyman wrote, the city is looking at on-street parking options, including new handicap parking, and have reached out to the postmaster to coordinate. She also said there's a city-owned parking lot directly behind the post office, which can be used by the public. But... If somebody has mobility issues, it'll be a lot tougher. That one handicapped parking space at the post office is about 11 or 12 steps from the front door. And now it's not accessible because of the new curb. WNBF News Time, 736. Now the weather from News Radio WNBF. Some fog around the area for another hour or so. Otherwise, today will be mostly cloudy. A chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 85. Mostly cloudy tonight, showers, thunderstorms, low 60. Sunny tomorrow, high 80. Sunny Sunday, high 87. Right now it's 64 in downtown Binghamton at 737. I'm Bob Joseph, WNBF News. If you're in- Seven thirty-eight on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Bob Joseph this week. As Kathy White is on vacation, and we're heading to a nice weekend here in Binghamton. Weather's not going to be too bad. Maybe a little bit of rain. I like the rain, though. I'm a rain person. Right now it says sunny all weekend, but we know how quickly the weather changes. All week I've been reporting Saturday, looks like it's like 30% chance of rain. Not bad. So we'll see. We'll see. 
good weekend to be out and about in Binghamton. Oh, now I have to find new places to hang out now that the college kids are back. I don't want to be surrounded by the youths shutting down streets, doing things irresponsibly. Not that all college students are irresponsible. But certainly a few are, which is why they have to close State Street on the weekends, apparently. Didn't know that. You know, I thought when I first moved here that I'd caught the back end of college kids being around. And I guess maybe I caught, like, the back end of finals week. So I was like, oh, actually, you know what? This isn't that bad. This isn't that bad. I can I can live with this. Sure, there's some young kids around that I'd prefer to not have to hear. But it could be worse. And last weekend was a disaster. They're everywhere now. They're everywhere on State Street. I'm about three months into my time in Binghamton here. Did a little newcomer's guide to Binghamton. Which was fun. I mean, I really don't know all that much about Binghamton yet. What I have learned is there's a lot less weird stories that happen in Binghamton, New York, than in New York City. I used to like to just kind of sit on the Citizen app. I don't know if that's a thing in Binghamton, if people use the Citizen app. But it was an app in New York that's really popular where anyone could just hop on and say... Yeah, this this is happening in this neighborhood. And some of the, you know, you'd see some crimes out there, like a crazy woman waving a machete around, two trash pandas fighting in the park. Well, they were funny updates. Don't get those anymore, though. I don't know. I'll just check. I just downloaded that app back on my phone because I want to see what, what the Binghamton scene is like. And if the people also have funny names for crimes here, it seems like maybe it's not used here. Maybe crimes are only reported to the police here. I'm sure there would be some funny ones in downtown Binghamton now that the college kids are back. Saw a lot of kids recording things last week with like really good looking cameras, fancy, expensive cameras recording interviews with people in the street. Like, well, that's what I do. Except I don't need to record anything. We don't have any video here. That's my favorite part of going to press conferences around Binghamton, is that all the TV stations show up with all this heavy equipment they got to lug around, and there I am, cell phone in hand. No suit. It's a much better vibe for me. 742. You're listening to WMBF. Individual.com. $5,000 a week forever. Don't miss your last chance to win it this August 31st. Enter now at PCH.com. Entries due 829. No purchase necessary. Order prohibited. Hey, everyone. This is James Kelly from WMBF. And the weekend is upon us, so you know what that means. It's time to get to work on those car or truck projects you've been putting off. If you're finally ready to get those car or truck projects started, the best place to do it is JNR Upholstery. Two words to associate with the crew over at JNR: effort and community. They've been part of the Binghamton community since 1968 and have an extremely knowledgeable staff with decades of experience. And because they're so deeply rooted in the community, they're always willing to go the extra mile to make sure that you're happy with the way your car or truck turned out. And they do it all for an affordable price. Can't beat that. 
You need a remote starter? They'll install it so flawlessly, you won't even know it's there if you look at the wiring in your car or truck. A truck cap? They're the second highest volume dealer in New York. And their truck caps don't need to be drilled into your truck, and there's no more stretching and pulling needed. It's just nice and easy. You just flip it right on down to the back of the truck, snap it into place, and all of a sudden, no more leaves, rain, or snow get into the back of your truck. And if you're still not ready to give up on the summer, well, they do convertible tops too. Only a few more weeks left of that before it starts getting much colder in Binghamton. So head on down to JNR Upholstery at 20 Emma Street in Binghamton, or give them a call at 607-797-6832 for all your car or truck needs. That's 20 Emma Street in Binghamton, or give them a call at 607-797-6832 for all your car or truck needs. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen to traffic early last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now won't reopen until August 29th. So all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound, will close for approximately 60 days starting on Monday, August 29th. The closure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. Construction activities are weather-dependent and subject to change based on conditions. A variable messaging sign will be in place of alerting motorists of the closure and directing them to exit 20 and assigned detour utilizing State Route 7. Around Broome County, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Hale Eddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 64 degrees and overcast, 87% humidity, a dew point of 60 degrees, so just into that muggy range. Today, a chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 10 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a high near 81 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly before 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy, a low near 60, a 30% chance of rain. Saturday, mostly sunny, a high near 75. Saturday night, mostly clear, a low near 54. Sunday, sunny with a high near 82. And Sunday night, partly cloudy with a low near 64 degrees. It's 747. You're listening to WMBF. Let's face you are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. 
Students, when I call the reason for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. <clears throat> Too tired. Family trip. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, Elon Musk says he wants out of his deal to buy Twitter and a new whistleblower complaint this week could add a new layer to the case, according to some experts. He asserts he was misled about the number of actual daily users on Twitter, right? And that has something to do with how you can generate revenue on a platform like that. Jessica Malugin, director of the Center for Technology and Innovation, says Musk may now have a better argument for backing out of the deal after Twitter's former head of security accused executives of egregious security problems at the company. I think in some ways this uh, bolsters his case that he was sold, you know, not not an accurate bill of goods about this company. But she says fake accounts and platform security are ultimately two separate issues. The always unsatisfying answer is we're just not sure how much this helps Elon get out of having to buy Twitter. The case is set to go to trial in Delaware in October. With Tech Trends, I'm Sherry Preston, ABC News. You want to be a... on WMBF. Time for a sports update. The Yankees have been searching for a spark during a lackluster 12-20 stretch since the All-Star break, and perhaps they'll find it at the Coliseum, where they opened a four-game series with a resounding 13-4 blowout win over the A's on Thursday, erupting for their highest offensive output of the second half. The Yankees scored 13 runs, didn't hit a single home run. Josh Donaldson, a couple RBI doubles. New York has now won four straight games for the first time in nearly two months when the team took the final four games of a homestand against Houston and Oakland from June 26th to June 29th. Much of the pregame hype centered around the return of slugger Giancarlo Stanton, who had missed a month with left Achilles tendonitis. Stanton didn't waste much time settling back in, going one for four with a walk and three RBIs. It's a good win for the Yankees. Maybe finally back on track after scuffling out of the All-Star break and the trade deadline. They're 77-48 and 48 now, first in the AL East. They'll take on the Oakland Athletics again tonight at 940. The Oakland A's, 46-80, and 80, last in the AL West. Garrett Cole takes the mound for the Yankees, a 9-6 and six record, 341 ERA. And for the A's, J.P. Sears, 5-0 and 0 record, 193 ERA, only 23 strikeouts, usually a reliever, J.P. Sears. But starting tonight for the Oakland A's, Yankee fans might recognize that name. In the past two weeks, presented the Mets with one of the toughest stretches of their schedule, a 13-game gauntlet against the Phillies, Braves, and Yankees that resulted in a 6-7 and record. When they took the field Thursday night, it marked a breather of sorts, kicking off a 23-game stretch during which the Mets will play 20, team, or 20 games against teams below 500. Jacob DeGrom got the Mets started on the right foot, firing six strong innings in a 3-1 win over the Rockies at City Field last night. Pete Alonso belted his 31st home run of the season as part of a three-run third inning for the Mets, who became the third team in the majors to reach the 80-win mark. 
It's a good chance for the Mets to extend their division lead over the Atlanta Braves going into the postseason. The Mets now 80 and 46 atop the NL East. The Colorado Rockies 54 and 72. They're last in the NL West. On the mound for the Rockies tonight, Chad Cool, 6 and 7 record, 516 ERA. And for the Mets, Chris Bassett, an 11 and 7 record, 326 ERA. Mets once again heavily favorited in this game. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies won last night as well, 7-3 against the Reading Fighting Phils. You got RBIs from Rowdy Jordan, Brandon McIlwain, Luke Ritter, and Jeremy Vasquez. Ritter hit a two-run shot in the second inning, and McIlwain a solo shot in the sixth inning, which was part of a four-run sixth inning for the Rumble Ponies. The game was tied 3-3 going into the sixth before the Rumble Ponies broke it open for a good win. They're now 45-71. and They're back in action tonight at 7 o'clock. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF. Pre-game starts at 6.45 with Jacob Wilkins. Other sports news, Buffalo Bills punter Matt Areza and two of his former San Diego State teammates have been accused in a civil lawsuit of gang-raping a teenager at an off-campus party last fall. The lawsuit was filed in San Diego County Superior Court. It accuses Areza, Xavier Leonard, and Nolan Ewelico of gang-raping a then 17-year-old girl at a Halloween party at a home where Areza had been living. The plaintiff is now 18. She is identified in the complaint as Jane Doe because she was underage at the time. Now, Oklahoma City forward Chet Holgram, the number two overall pick in the NBA draft this past year, will miss the 2022-2023 season because of a right foot injury. Holmgren was hurt while he was playing in a pro-am game last week in Seattle, near where he played last season for Gonzaga. The Thunder announced Thursday that he sustained a Lisfranc injury. Video appeared to show Holgram was hurt on a play while defending LeBron James. The seven foot Holgram averaged 14.1 points and was fourth in the nation last season with 3.7 block shots per game. And Novak Djokovic will not play in the U.S. Open as expected because he is not vaccinated against COVID 19 and thus is not allowed to travel to the United States. Djokovic announced his withdrawal from the year's last Grand Slam tournament on Twitter on Thursday, hours before the draw for the event was revealed. Djokovic has won the U.S. Open three times and was the runner-up last year. He has 21 major titles. Play is scheduled to begin at Flushing Meadows on Monday. It's also expected to be the last time we'll see Serena Williams on a tennis court. And she turns 41 on September 26th and has announced that she's preparing to step away from her playing career, a 23 Grand Slam champion. Fantastic career from Serena Williams. Arguably one of the most dominant athletes of all time. You can make an argument that she is the most dominant athlete of all time. Obviously, tennis is not one of the major sports in America, but hard to find somebody who's dominated more than she has. It's 7.59. You're listening to WMBF. Looking for... This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number two of WMBF's first news. Got one more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show, your chance to call in. But ABC News up next. 